everyone. Welcome to the College Football Rundown. I'm Woach. And I'm Walt. And we are back with you today again for another conference preview. We're going to do the ACC, and we got back Michael Story again for this one. Michael, thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. Glad to be back. Let's dig in. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, overall thoughts of the ACC before we get into any of the teams, Story. What, what do you, what's the thought of the conference going into this year? Uh, well, as usual, you know, you've got two divisions, one of which looks to be pretty locked up, if you believe the bookmakers, and one of which could see its fair share of chaos, that being the Coastal Division. So, I mean, you, you've got um, – what's interesting, I think Clemson had won the uh, the ACC for the previous six years prior to last year before Pitt won the conference. Um, so, But uh, Dabo Sweeney's team is looking poised to be the number one team in the conference again this year, at least, again, if you were to take what the bookmakers had to say. So um, a lot of good offenses in this conference. Um, you know, defenses are kind of hit and miss. So, uh, you know, let's let's dig right in because there, there's some top contenders and then you've got, a, you know, a few teams that are kind of scraping the bottom and then a lot in the middle there. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the first team we're going to talk about, Boston College, is – I think an underdog this year, um, but I'm going to hand it off to Wall for this one first. Well, Boston College, the Eagles, baby. Jerkovich to Flowers, Jerkovich to Flowers. How many times are we going to hear that? How many times are we going to hear that? We're going to have to hear it a lot. If they want to win enough football games, we're going to have to hear that constantly. And let me tell you, the ACC is not a conference that is on the top of my knowledge list. You know why? Because I don't get to watch any of their games. I can't. I call my cable service provider, Comcast, and I say, how much do I got to pay to get this? And they're like, you could pay a million dollars. You cannot get this. So I'm not as familiar with the ACC, but, you know, I'm watching the big games on ESPN. I'm watching reviews when I can. I don't think this Boston College team has it. I, I really don't. I don't think you're going to hear Jerkovic to Flowers enough this year. You know, he needs to stay healthy, first of all, which is a question. You know, it, who knows? But as far as something that must surprise you, Boston College was the third best passing defense in the nation. This surprised the heck out of me. Third best in the nation in passing defense. Most of that secondary back. That's something that will do well for them throughout the year. Jerkovic Flowers, let's see how many times it happened. I'm still going under six and a half. No, I'm going over on this one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump off of what you said there, Wall, on the uh, the defensive secondary. Um, they're bringing back Josh DeBerry and Jaden Woodbay, Woodbay, who are two standouts on the defensive side of the ball. You know, they need to do a better job of getting to the quarterback. Their uh, defensive line's got some holes. Uh, they only had 21 sacks last year, and they really couldn't stop the run. But if they shore that up a little bit, and uh, if Jerkovic stays healthy, you know, last year he could have put together some fantastic numbers considering the weapons at his disposal. They've got running back Garwell back. This team sitting at six and a half right now. I'm going to lean to the over. I'm going to take the plus money, plus 110 on DraftKings. So I'm going to take the over on this. I see this as about a seven-win team for the Eagles and certainly something that they can build on going forward. Uh, I, I'm with Story 100% on this. Um, can't wait for the Notre Dame game on November 19th at Notre Dame when they beat them. Um, but, yeah, like, like Story said, if Djokovic um, can stay healthy throughout the entire season, uh, and we do hear that that Djokovic to Flowers were uh, I think they're going to be poised to do pretty well. The only question mark is that offensive line. Uh, I mean, Wall pointed out their defensive woes as well. Their secondary is really good, but everything else is not that great. But they're only returning one person on their offensive line this year, so that's a big question mark. But we'll see what happens uh, earlier in the season. I do like the over 
on that one though as well. So we'll move on to Clemson, uh, the reigning, uh, not reigning ACC champ, the first time since 2014 where they weren't the reigning. Uh, Story, what are your thoughts on Clemson going into this year? Can they flip it around? Well, my disdain for Dabo Sweeney is quite well known amongst the Rundown Nation, and uh, I was happy to see them knocked off of their uh, in the, from their ivory tower last year. It was quite the joyous year for me. Um, it's that's that being said, it, it's really hard to ta- to count the squad out, right? They, they, you know, DJ. Here we go, Ungalale, I think it is. Don't quote me on that. Your turn next, Woj. Um, he had a terrible season last year, more interceptions than touchdowns. He's got to hold a job for now, but they've got true freshman Cade Klubinick uh, waiting in the wings to possibly take over as a starter this year. So um, they need more out of their offensive line this year. They have a really good wide receiving core, right? A lot of talent on, on the ball, on the, on the offensive side of the ball. Joseph Ngata and Bull Collins and with Lil Shipley and Kobe Pace in the backfield, right? So this is a team that's poised to make an offensive run. Um, and same really can't be said for the defense, right? They've got, Brent Venables now um, for their, their defensive coordinator. Um, deep defensive line. Uh, a lot of rising stars on the on the defense side of the ball, so they should be strong on that side too. So for me, I you know, 10 and a half. Again, plus 110. Hard to count the Tigers out. Slight lean to the over on this one. Well, they they had a better quarterback. Woj is back there saying Boston College has a tennis player in Djokovic, you know, throwing the ball for him. So I'm going to say this Clemson team with Ugalele does have a better quarterback than Boston College. Well, according to Woj anyways, and his tennis player playing quarterback. But I will say, sorry, I, I'm not sure where you landed on their D. It seemed like you were a little wishy-washy. Bendables is actually gone. He's He's over there at Oklahoma right now. He's the head coach at Oklahoma. Let's see how he does there check out our big 12 preview. Maybe we'll have something to say about him, but I think this defense, I think they're good. And again, they got a new defensive coordinator, which could change things up, but Wes Goodwin, he's been in the program. He was there helping, you know, Venables when he was there. He, Goodwin himself was a defensive coordinator. Was he in the NFL? Was he a defensive? He might've been an analyst. I don't recall, but he was in the NFL for a period of time. Then he was behind Venables. He's been with this program for a couple of years now. I think with those great players they have on defense, I think they do well this year. Story mentioned Shipley. They got Pace and Maffa too. I mean, give me the over, you know, 10 and a half over in the ACC. Yeah. Uh, Uyungale is going to have to play big. Uh, Wall's not wrong. Wes Goodwin's good. He knows the system. It's not like that's a big change there. I mean, yeah, Brett Vendables was – a mastermind, but that defense is going to be good. No matter who has the, the freaking job, that's not going to matter. It all is going to come down to this offense and if they can put points on the board. Because um, they, they did stop teams last year from uh, from putting points on the board, but they couldn't do it themselves. They have 5.2 yards per play for 26.3 points per game. That's not a that's not a Clemson we know. Uh, so it's all going to come down to Uyung Galele, Um And it, we'll see what they can do as far as what their options are at wide receiver. I know they lost, I can't remember his name, um, to the NFL last year, but they are, are uh, Ross. Uh, I can't remember his first Justin name. Ross. Justin. Okay. Justin Ross. Yeah. And then, so they're going to have some options to, or some areas to fill there as receivers, but, uh, they're just going to have to figure that offense out. Uh, I'm taking the under on this one. I don't think they do it. I think the defense does play good, but not good enough to get the over. 
Yeah, the Chiefs just put Justin Ross on uh, injured reserve today, Woj, so bad timing oh. there. Nice. Yeah, not not great. Uh, moving on, we have Duke. Well, what are your thoughts on the Demons? I mean, good money. Good money plus 1300 to win the national championship, Woj? That's pretty good <laughs> money, right? Whoa. Oh, oh, no, no, sorry. I, I might be That's quoting basketball there. I think low. I might be quoting okay. NCAA basketball because you're <laughs> getting a lot more zero? money. <laughs> you're getting a, no, you got two more zeros in there, but you're getting a lot more money. You know, if you want to take these guys to win the national championship, you're probably getting the same amount of money if you want to take them to win the conference. I mean, what can you say about this? Their, their defense, essentially last year, they were last in everything. Everything. Let's just make it easy for the fans to understand. They were close to last in everything on defense. 110th in turnover margin. Come on. You have a horrible defense like that. You're 110th in turnover margin. What do you expect? You expect a 3-9 and nine record. That's what you expect. That's what they had. You know, they're 102nd in scoring, so they're not getting it done on offense. I, I, how does this team get motivated this year? I just don't know. Mr. Elko, Mike Elko, his first season over there coming in, he's going to have his work cut out for him. I don't know how he motivates this team. A number at three, man, that's a low number, but I just, I have to go under. You know, where are the wins? I don't see them. Yeah, I'm with, I'm 100% with Wall on this one. Uh, a new coach coming in, taking over an offense that scored 14.9 points in ACC play last year. That's terrible. Uh, I, the, the, they're not going to have the, they're not returning their quarterback and their leading receiver. That's probably a good thing. Um, but they're also lost their, their best player on offense to the NFL and their running back in Durant. So, uh, don't see it happening story. I'm assuming you're on board with this too. Yeah. I mean, you guys kind of said it all right. This team gave up 45 points, um, in the final six games last year, they averaged like 15 points a game in ACC play last year. I mean, they've only got one way to go, and that's potentially up. Well, I guess they can continue going sideways. Um, you know, I I, I got to go under, right? Picking this, I got to go under it. Now, I wish I had taken it earlier today. I was looking at it. Under three was even money, and um, over three was plus or minus 120. Now it's kind of now it's flipped. Over three is even money, and under three is minus 120. I, I mean, realistically, that they lost so many pieces on both sides of the ball. Um, and brand new head coach uh three is kind of my max for this team so i gotta go under yeah moving on to florida state the seminoles story what are your thoughts with the seminoles uh interesting schedule this year right they've got to play um a couple of uh out of conference games that look really interesting um but they've got eight starters back on offense and eight starters back on defense um, a lot of those are up front along the offensive line. You know, the, the offensive line has dealt with injuries for the past couple of years. Um, two of the top three running backs are back. Five of the six top wide receivers are back. They've got quarterback Jordan Travis. Uh, I got to lean under, though. Um, you know, I know it's expensive to take this, but uh, they don't have really a, a whole lot of experience on both sides of the ball. Uh, they've got a lot of ad, uh, adversity they got to overcome. Um, I just don't see where they can stick together seven wins to get over. And, and putting that all together, um, I got to lean under on uh, the six and a half on this. Uh, yeah, I'm going to, this is a tough one. So the, the thing about it is, is like they improved a lot through the transfer portal on key positions in the offense, three receivers, Pittman, Wilson, and Winston. And then you have uh, a couple running backs as well, including the Oregon transfer Trey Benson uh, to fill in there as well. So a lot of help in the key positions that through the portal. So we'll see if they can help impact this offense at all. But 
Uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to say it lands on six, looking at the schedule, right, uh, just right on six. It's a push for me, Wall. Well, six, uh, I think there's a hook. It was six and a half in this game, so you, you'd actually be getting a win on an under there, Woj, at six. So, I mean, I, I, I like your pick. I'm going to go under six and a half on this one, too. Um, they, they got Travis. I understand that, but can they keep him on his feet? Story mentioned they got a bunch of their offensive line back. Yeah, they do. They got the whole left side for that matter, but it, it weren't that great last year. So maybe they improved. We'll find out. But if Travis can stay on his feet, you know, get the ball downfield, open up a running game, maybe they can get something done. I don't know, though. I, I don't see those wins. I don't even see him at six, to be honest with you. Whoa, just saying he sees him right at six. I don't even see the uh, maybe even a fifth win on this schedule, but you know, we'll see. I'm, I'm going to go under six and a half on this one. So uh, we're picking everyone again. I, I don't know that I throw any real money on this. We're just picking everyone for the fans, but that's where I'm going to go with this one. On to the, uh, probably the hottest seat at coach for this year right now, Georgia tech in Jeff Collins, um, who is nine and 25, uh, Typically, you don't keep your job by doing that, but he is going into the 2022 season. We'll see for how long, Story. What are your thoughts? What's the over? What's the over/under on that? I'm um, just looking it up on DraftKings. Looking like three and a half uh, under over <laughs> minus 115. So they are shaded slightly to the over there, under three and a half minus 105. Give me the under though on this. They've got some tough out-of-conference schedule games this year. They got Ole Miss. They got UCF. They got Georgia. Um, you know, this team continues to play a tough schedule. And it's hurting them. I think uh, I don't know if they even have 10 wins under Jeff Collins's tenure um, at Georgia Tech. So, uh, you know, their, their quarterback, Jeff Sims, showed a little bit of progress last year, but uh, it's too much to overcome the loss that they have. Um, the leading rusher, Jeremiah Gibbs, went to Alabama. Um, they're only returning five starters on offense. They're missing three of their top four wide receivers this year. You know, I hate to just harp on what the you know teams that keep missing talent, but they didn't really replace a whole lot. Uh, either from uh, what they've been recruiting or the transfer portal this year. So give me the under. I think that's an easy pick. Oh, yeah, this that, is... no, 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 no. Back to bus up. You know what, Woj? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll jump in because I'm gonna go against story here. You know, we've we've kind of been on the same page for a lot of our picks, which is weird. You know, it's it's different universe or something. But <laughs> I'm going against him on this one. I I'm gonna go over three and a half. But it'll surprise you because I really don't have a whole lot good to say about them. The answer to your question was. To the question you asked, does he have 10 wins there? He does not, Story. He has okay. nine. Last year, they were three and nine. Their last two games of the season, if you added up all the points they scored in the last two games of the season last year, it would equal zero. They scored zero points in the last two games. Now, they played Georgia and they played Notre Dame, two teams I thought were good at least. But still, you cannot score zero points. I get it. Sims was out both of those games. But – you cannot put up goose eggs, especially two games in a row to end the year. So Collins, he needs a bowl, really. Woj mentioned he's on a hot seat. I think Scott Frost might be in the hottest seat there is, but Collins definitely up there with him. I really think he needs a bowl win. I don't think he's – or a bowl game, I should say, at the least. I don't think he's going to get a bowl game, but I do think they get over that three and a half just because how the schedule lines up. Western Carolina, yes. UCF, maybe. Duke, probably, yes. So then they just got to – you know, pull off one or two others and they got it. So I'm going to go over three and a half. Yeah, this one's tough. Wall mentioned the games that I think they could win, but I'm going to take the under. Uh, losing Jameer Gibbs to Alabama, which was their star running back. I mean, yeah, they do have some decent ones. I know Hassan Hall's there. I think they have one more 
Um, that's pretty decent, but that that's a big blow to an offense that already sucks, to be honest. <laughs> and they're a heavy running team. Uh, they run a lot of uh, um, options, so I'm I'm not in I'm not too high on Georgia Tech. I'm gonna take the under on that one, and just move ahead, and hopefully that happens. <laughs> Uh, Louisville well, Cardinals. I, I just want to. I just want to bring ahead. up the other guy you're thinking of is probably Dylan McDuffie, the Buffalo transfer. So I just want to. Yeah. Shout out okay. To the yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thousand yeah. yard rusher last year. Well, we'll see. Hey, that was in the MAC, and I, yeah, the MAC's improving, but I this is a different story. He's going to face a different caliber of defenses here, it, it, I think. So. Oh, are you knocking? I'm not knocking the Mac. I'm Don't not knocking knock the Mac. The Mac but there are good defenses in the ACC that the Mac does not have. I mean, come on. There's no Clemson defenses in the AC in the Mac. You, you can't got to give me that. We but, yeah, uh, but we'll, also, we'll, in in the Mac, you also have an off, offensive line that's from the Mac too. So now he gets an ACC offensive line Woj. So to your exact point, you know, you never know. We'll, find we'll out. circle maybe, back maybe. to this the first we'll... Tuesday night matching of the year. How's that sound? Uh, okay. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. We got to get a matching episode going. All right. Um, off on to Louisville. Uh, while I'll let you start off with, uh, with Louisville here, how are they going to be this year? I don't know, man. This is a team every, every time I got, you know, we talk off the air too, right? Story and I, we're, we're talking back and forth about, you know, where we're laying our action that weekend, especially during college football season. And I remember last year and probably the year before, too, this is a team that Story was all over. He was all about Louisville. I just don't get it. You know, we'll, we'll hear what he has to say when I'm done. He'll have to wait his turn. But last year, six and seven record, you know, missing a good D for sure, four, giving up 403 yards a game. You know what? get it they played Ole Miss so some people might come at me from Louisville that are saying oh we played Ole Miss that's why we gave up so many yards a game yeah I get that that's a good offense you played last year but you're not playing Ohio State and Alabama every week how are you giving up 403 yards a game I don't know I just I don't think this team gets it done I'm gonna go under six and a half I'm I'm vehemently gonna disagree with you there Wall. this this is a team that lives and breathes and dies by Malik Cunningham. Malik Cunningham is, he led all quarterbacks in the conference in yards per attempt and averaged almost uh, 325 yards a game. Um, This is a dynamic playmaker. Um, I think he had almost 4,000 yards of offense last year. They've seen some turnover on the wide receiver, in the wide receiver room. Uh, but And they've got some good transfers coming in. Tyon Evans was a standout running back at Tennessee last year. Um, he's going to come in to help a deep running back group. They're bringing back four so- starters on the offensive line. Um, they've got uh, first-team All-ACC um, tight end, Marshawn Ford. Uh, their linebacker unit is going to take a step forward for sure. Um, their defense does need to improve, but uh, I think this is a solid number at 6.5. And, and a plus 105, I'm going to take the over. This is a schedule that – Features a lot of toss-up games, and I think Malik Cunningham rises to the challenge, and they win seven, eight games this year. Yeah, I think they uh, they can win seven games for sure. Uh, looking at the schedule, Syracuse, UCF, Virginia, uh, those are probably close games, but I think they Malik Cunningham can take them over the top. I think they're going to be better on defense than they have been, too. Um, the, the quarterback, Clark, uh, is going to be – He'll be back and healthy. I know he was last year. We talked about him, I think, in this the same episode, um, and how he was going to be good, but he got hurt and he was out. They have a bunch of transfers. I know D. Wiggins from Miami is a receiver that's going to help them out quite a bit. Uh, he was decent at at Miami. I remember picking him up on DraftKings a lot of the times just because he was that cheap option that could could go off if he needed to. 
Um, and then they have the, the their really good tight end in Marshawn. I think it's Marshawn Ford. Marshawn Ford, yeah. Um, so I think they're going to be pretty solid this year. I think they can make that seven wins happen. Malik Cunningham is a good quarterback. I think uh, he last year led the ACC in yards per attempt. Uh, it was over nine, I know that. But that, that I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do this year. I think that'll be a push for Heisman for sure this year for Malik Cunningham. Um, but we're going to move on to Miami. Uh, Wall, your thoughts on Miami, the Hurricanes this year? I mean, it's it's tough that you tossed me this one first, Will, because for this Miami of Florida team, I just I have nothing but a big question mark. I don't know. You know, I, I just don't know. Crystal Ball's over there now. We all know he did well at Oregon, right? He did put it together a good program most of the time. COVID, you know, that's an outlier. Last year, they lost some games they probably shouldn't have. But other than that, in his tenure, they did very well. So we'll see how he does over there replacing Manny Diaz. I just have a big question mark. If I have such a big question mark and I have to pick it, I'm just going to go under eight and a half, you know, randomness. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I'm going to go with you all because I think this time last year I was talking up Miami. I think we all talked up Miami and no, they, I mean, I would have never, okay. I would have never talked okay. up Miami. <laughs> okay. Never. Well, I, I definitely talked up Miami. I might've done it even the year before too. Uh, but I am not, uh, I'm not sold. Uh, this defense is not that great. Um, they do have some good running backs. I know their quarterback Van Dyke played good, uh, coming up at the end of the season, but I, I'm just, I'm done playing the game with Miami. Uh, I, I'm going under on this one story. I think yeah, I, I got to disagree. I got, I, I think this is an eight and a half. I think it's a solid number, but I would go over on this nine wins. I think there's, there's a lot of opportunity on the schedule, especially the first um, start of the year, the start of the uh, first seven games, uh, five of the seven games are at home to start the year. And you said that, that Van Dyke, Taylor Van Dyke played good last year. He had an, outstanding 2021 season 25 touchdowns to six interceptions um 2194 yards it was just an incredible season and if you could build on that you know they've got again they've got some turnover in the wide receiver room but they've got a new offensive coordinator in josh gaddis i, I worry a little bit about he's going to try to bring the running game from michigan um but i think that uh, they open this up a little bit miami you got the prodigal son and mario cristobal returning home who's part of that national championship team from the late 80s um, I love I love what this team is doing. Um, I think that they've got a lot of great support behind them. I'm literally looking forward to an over eight and a half on Miami. All right, moving on to North Carolina, the Tar Heels. So um, I'm taking under on this one. I, 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 there's too many things that have gone. There are too many people that have left, and I think they're they're not going to be able to recover from what they've they've gone what they've lost. There's too many freshmen and redshirt freshmen that they're going to be required on. And uh, I'm just taking the under on this one. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I don't know where they came up with seven and a half. That seems way too high. Uh, Sam Howell, uh, incredible. We'll see what he is in the NFL, but uh, a really, really strong foundational piece. I'm surprised that Josh Downs didn't transfer when Sam Howell went to the draft. Um, he's their leading receiver, um, but you know, they don't really have anybody in the backfield right now. Uh, Ty Chandler's gone. So maybe British Brooks and you got a QB battle between Jacoby Criswell and Drake May. Two guys I don't know that I've ever heard of before starting to look into North Carolina. So um, they, they got two early road trips in the schedule. Um, they got to play Notre Dame. They get Pitt, Virginia Tech, North Carolina State at home. 
Again, Miami, Wake Forest, I, I don't know, seven is probably the max, probably maybe six. I'm going under on this. Over seven and a half, hard. I mean, Mac Brown, he's a winner. Uh, I don't know that I'd put my money on this one, but if I have to pick it, it's easy. Uh, Mac Brown, winner, going to get over seven and a half. I like it. The first three games, yeah, I get it. They go to Georgia State and Appalachian State. Appalachian State's no pushover. Georgia State can win a football game with the running game every now and again, but I think those are first three games of the season, Florida A&M's first. That's, that's wins. You're chalked up. You got half almost half of the wins already. And then they just have to go through and win half their ACC conference game. So you don't think they're top tier in the ACC conference. That's the bet you're making. So I'm going over seven and a half. Mac Brown's the man. All right, moving on to NC State. And with NC State, I'm taking the over. Uh, they returned 17 starters. Uh, they are one of the better defenses other than Clemson in the ACC. Um, and for those two reasons alone, I am taking the over on NC State. I, I feel like they're going to have a great year. Yeah, I tend to lean with you there. Well, I, I would take I would take the over, you know, force to make a pick, but I'm not paying what DraftKings is currently charging. Let me just double check. But yeah, okay, so it's set it at eight and a half minus 150. So you're paying a premium, and um, like Wall and I talk about all the time, we're looking for value. We're looking for opportunities where we can put our money down that we think that we've got an edge on the book. And at minus 150, I don't think that edge is there. So I'm just throwing that out there. For anybody that's looking to bet these these conference totals or these win totals for these teams, uh, while I would take the over on North Carolina State, I'm not taking it at minus 150. I'm 100% with story. I'm taking the over here too. Put my money on it. Definitely not going to take the over. You know, I'm just not going to do it. But we're picking, again, I keep saying it, we're picking for the fans. Devin Leary, you know, school records last year, passing. NC State, you know, top 20 in passing. Can you believe that? NC State, top 20 in passing, yet they only had 11 turnovers throughout the whole season. That's less than a turnover a game for a team that is top 20 in passing with a quarterback that's breaking school records. I, I think their passing game can get it done. I think they're going to be a good football team. I'd actually look – I don't. I think it was plus let – me, let me see if I can get it for you guys real quick. I, I might take them to actually win the conference, the ACC conference outright, sitting plus 800. I wouldn't take this win total, but for the purposes of our program, I'm agreeing with Mike. I'm agreeing with Woj over eight and a half. All right, on on to our next team, and I, I'm going to throw this one to Wall because I already know the answer to this one. But Wall, what are your thoughts on Pitt this year? I'm a wild card, baby. You never know, Woj. You never know, but I'm going under for sure. I'm going <laughs> <Okay>. under. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, you know, I lost so much money on them beating West Virginia and, you know, rundown nations probably heard this story, but man, it was a jackpot and they beat him in the backyard bowl. But well, I will say last year, anybody that was listening to our episodes, I bet on Pitt for the first time in a long time. I bet on them, baby. You know why yeah. I bet on them? Well, do you remember who their quarterback was? Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett, man. He, he's gone now, though. Which, so we got a different team. You know, I will say their line, their line is a bunch of it's back. And I think actually the whole line is back. And you can't have a great quarterback without having a decent line. So they have that going for them. Um, they got a transfer from Akron, too, I believe. Right. Mumfield. He came from Akron. Um, yeah. They got yeah. him. They got him back there. So he might provide some, you know, electric to that offense. We'll see. But I, I'm going under eight and a half. They they need to avoid mistakes. I don't think they're going to avoid mistakes. I think they're going to get some turnovers. I don't know how well Slovis is going to do. We'll see. I'm going under eight and a half, though, because it's Pitt Woj. You knew it. Uh, I mean, you just said it right there, Slovis. So I, I'm going over because, like you said, the, the entire line's back. Their whole 
running back crews back and it's a three-headed monster over there they're actually going to be okay as long as they can replace jordan addison's shoes uh, and get a receiver for Solvis, then I think they're fine. Their defense played pretty good. Uh, Solvis is a, is a, a decent quarterback, so getting getting a line like that, which is better than the U, UC, or USC line, uh, I actually like this move for Solvis, and I think it's a good good spot for Pitt with him behind quarterback. So uh, I'm going to take the over. I think they win that division uh, and will probably face off, which I would think against NC State. Uh, pick, picking right now. I think that uh, late November showdown with Miami is going to decide the Coastal Division. I think it goes to Miami, frankly. Um, I don't think this team gets to, eight, uh, to nine wins, which it's sitting at eight and a half right now. Now, it, I will say in anticipation of this podcast, I did go back and rewatch the clip of the play that spurned the Kenny Pickett rule, which is the fake slide, which is just absolutely incredible. If you guys have seen that, the, the fake slide there. We'll see how he does in the NFL. Um, you know, I like Keaton Slovis when he was at UFC, USC. Um, and what's weird, Jordan Addison leaves to go to USC. So uh, who is going to be that playmaker for Slovis? I don't really know. You know, they got a lot of starters back, but nobody that really does stand out um, on offense. Um, you know, they, great defense. So great opportunity for them. But I just don't see them getting to, to nine wins. So got to go under. All right. Um I think that was two two one one over and two unders. We'll see what happens there. Um, Syracuse, well, Syracuse, the Orange. You know what they? I mean, they got experience back. I'll give them that, right? Well, which they got eighteen starters back. That's something. <laughs> That's good. I mean, it's not bad, right? But the problem is, how good were the starters that are returning? You know, we'll find out. My, my money's on under five. And this this is kind of a, a what-wa, which I like to call it a what-wa. Where are the wins? Like, where are they? Where are these five wins that they're supposed to get? I don't see it on their schedule. Louisville, Connecticut, Purdue, Virginia, Wagner, NC State, Clemson, Notre Dame, Pitt, Florida State, Wake Forest, Boston College. I mean, there's a chance to get skunked throughout the season. So where are those five wins? I don't know. I'm going under five. Yeah, I'm yeah, going so. under two. Uh, I'm gonna cut in front of you. I'll be just, I'm make it quick, but I'm going under because if you can't pass a football, then you're not gonna win a football game. Um, and Sean Tucker can't do everything for the Syracuse Orange, so I'm I'm going under. Story. Well, they, as far as I know, the, the current QB one is is Mississippi State reject Garrett Schrader. So yeah, no no thanks for me on Syracuse. Um, that schedule is just absolutely brutal. Notre Dame, Clemson, or excuse me, Clemson, Notre Dame, Pittsburgh, Wake Forest, uh, Florida State, all in a row there. Um, the, like Wall said, they could get absolutely blanked. So they need to get off on a good start. And the, the schedule does kind of benefit them that. I think they only have one road game in the first seven weeks. Um, but I'm not uh, not a fan of this roster. I'm not a fan of Dino Babbers. Um, you know, he's just won, uh, God, two or fewer uh, ACC games in five of his six seasons. So. Yeah, nope, under for me. All right, under Virginia. Story, I'll start it off with you for, for, for Virginia. I'm sorry. Uh, so they've got a tough schedule to start the year, right? So they've got four of their first seven games on the road, but then they get four straight home games. Uh, now they do got to play Miami and Pitt and North Carolina in there, uh, but their non-conference schedule is pretty manageable. So Brennan Armstrong, um, it'll be interesting to see if if he is as good as if the offense is explosive through the air uh, with the new head coach Tony Elliott. Uh, he had a, Armstrong had a great 2021. Um, 
but he had to, right? They didn't have a run game that could keep the defenses um, keyed in on the line. So um, he's got an incredible wide receiver core, Devontae and Wicks, Kanteon Thompson, former, uh, ver- uh, excuse me, former um, Mississippi State uh, quarterback in waiting, Kanteon Thompson, Billy Kemp, uh, Lavelle Davis, um, big question mark on the defense, but I really like the over here sitting at, at seven and a half plus 130. Uh, I might drop a little bit on that. This price, I think uh, Armstrong and this offense should win a lot of games themselves. So I am in on the over. I would love to see this go over because I loved this team on DraftKings last year. Uh, Between Brennan Armstrong, Billy Kemp, Devontae Wicks, and Keaton Thompson, I made some money off of these guys, uh, and it was fun. Because the the, the Wicks and and Thompson could always get involved. They were always cheap. Even Kemp for a time was cheap as well, and and one of them always popped off, and Armstrong was just so good. So um, this, this, this one's tough. I don't know. Uh, their defense is not good. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to go with the over. Oh, there you go, Woj. Throw that dart, baby. I, I, <laughs> I like what Story said, other than the fact he did say one thing that threw me off. He said their their schedule at the beginning of the season is tough. And that what he was pointing out is that they're on the road a lot. And I get that. You know, it, it's it's tough to win a football game on the road, especially in college. You know, you got a lot of people traveling. You got to bring a lot of stuff. There's a lot of, you know, stuff that goes on that we don't notice on the field for an away game. But where are they going? They're going to Illinois. You know, like, what are the Illinois faithful going to come out there and get that stadium rocking? Then they're going to Syracuse. Then they're going to Duke, the two, you know, probably worst teams in their conference. So these teams that they're playing on the road, I, I think it sets up perfectly for them because they're, they're playing the easy teams on the road. And then you get a North Carolina, a Miami, a Pittsburgh, you get them at home. Really, it's going to come down to the end of the season, that Virginia Tech game, Virginia, Virginia Tech rivalry. That's going to be the game that decides whether they get above that hook or not. So I'm going to go with the over, over seven and a half. I like them to win. What would you mention that he made so much money off of DraftKings with this team? Well, yeah, because they were second in the nation in passing last year. So I'm going over, chalk it. All right, on to Virginia Tech, who I'm going to take the under. What is it sitting at right now currently? Anybody have that Six up in front of me? Six and a half. Yeah, I'm taking the under on that. Uh, defense lackluster last year. They're getting Brett Pry, who was the defensive coordinator for Penn State. Obviously, he'll make some sort of impact, I would imagine, but I don't think a big enough one to help them. Uh, and then on offense, they lose – way too much. I, I mean, Trayvon Robinson and Trey Turner were two big players in that offense and they won't be there. Uh, they have a couple transfers, I believe that are battling for the quarterback job, one from Marshall and uh, that that's Grant Wells, who's actually fairly decent. Um, but I, I can't remember the other one. Nevertheless, too many Jason question Brown. marks, Jason Brown, Jason Brown. Okay. Yeah. Um, too many question marks on the offense, especially with all your receivers leaving. Uh, and then a defense that was lackluster probably will improve, but not enough to make a difference. I, I, I put them below Virginia, so I'm going the under on this one. Yeah, no, I'm going over. Um, I, I, I think that uh, Brent Pry, uh, he did a lot of really good things at Penn State as a defense coordinator. Um, I, you know, one of the top defenses in the Big Ten. So I, I'm impressed. I was impressed with Grant Wells. I think that he's going to win that job outright. Um, and they've got uh, a really strong running back core. I really like Malachi Thomas. I like watching him wrong. He's a solid guy, uh, runner. And they got Jalen Holston waiting in the wings there. So um, 
you know, there's nothing, there's nothing really stand out on either side of the ball, but they're, they're pretty strong um, on, on both sides, enough that uh, the schedule kind of lends them favors. And with the over sitting at six and a half, plus 125, minus 145 on the under, um, slight lean to the over. But, you know, just be with the caveat that, uh, you know, when it comes to the big lights, Virginia Tech historically doesn't really play those manageable road games. So just be aware of that. But I, I'm going over. Well, yeah, unless their uh, special teams unit back with Mr. Beamer takes over, and then then they're all about those nighttime games. But I agree with you. That's not really Virginia Tech anymore. That's not Virginia Tech football. And that does bring me to a point that I want to make is that they're switching their defense this year. They're going to move over to a 4-3 with Mr. Brent Pry, who I believe Story mentioned coming in. And I think traditionally they run a nickel. I believe it was a 3-3-5. I, I don't recall exactly. But changing up that defense to a 4-3, I mean, Alan Tisdale, he was a great linebacker I, I think with that 4-3 defense you know they'll probably put them in the middle and I think they could stop some people but I'm still going to go under seven and a half just because how the schedule sets up I just we got done talking about Virginia it comes down to that last game of the season and I, I think Virginia wins that game against them so I'm going to go under seven and a half all right all right I am by myself again on the island but we'll we'll see what happens we'll see boys all right, on to the uh, the last team, the defending champs of the ACC, um, or excuse me, the Atlantic Division of the ACC. Um, we have Wake Forest. We have the Demon Deacons, and they return Sam Hartman in one of the, I think, was it the best offense in the ACC? I would assume it was, possibly. I can't remember. Um, but uh, they re they return a lot of people here. I mean, they have Hartman, A.T. Perry, Taylor Morin, Devon Green, uh, guys I've all played in my DraftKings before many a times. They return, uh, I think, all of their guys up front. But their defense is terrible, and this is why I give NC State the edge here. Um, I am going to say uh, this one's tough. I'm going to say what, what's, what's the over-under at right now? Is it nine? I'm seeing eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay. So if it was nine, I would say under for sure. Eight and a half. Uh, that that's that that's a good line for me. Looking at the schedule, I'm gonna I'm gonna give them the over. I'll say they're over. They end up losing to NC State, um, and they don't make it to the that conference title game. But uh, I'm gonna say the over. Mm, yeah. Okay. I'm with you. I, I love this team. I love a team that can put up. Well, you like 40. offense, so. <laughs> I love a team that can put up 40 points uh, a game uh, eight times in 2021. I like a quarterback that can throw 39 touchdown passes to 14 interceptions. I like a team that's bringing back three top wide receivers. You know, the running game, you know, they, they lost their top um, their top uh, rusher from last year, but they got Christian Beal Smith. Um, yeah, I don't really care what the defense does. I am all in on this team and the over. Uh, solid number. I like nine, ten wins possibly. They got a pretty decent schedule. It's a super home friendly state. You know, they're probably going to lose the the road games, those tough road games that they're expected to lose. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I think that they can beat Clemson at home at the end of September, which is going to propel them to what it takes to return to the ACC championship game. I am in on the over. I mean, I mean, this is just one of those things where like you can score a bunch of points, but it's like a it's like a stupid coin flip because your defense can't stop anybody. So it comes down at the end of the game, like who's going to score more points. 
Um, and yeah, we could give it to them, but if they fumble one time or do something stupid, they, they could lose a game that they shouldn't lose. And that's, I wanted to take the under, but at eight and a half, I'm going to take the over. I, I think it's nine wins. Well, I'm going to take the over too. It's at eight and a half, but I, I'm going to argue against myself. You know, why not? You know, we got, this is the last team, right? Let's, let's make for some controversy here. Woj is right. The defense is awful. Pathetic. You know, you, you can't have a football team and have a defense like that. I made a lot of money off betting against Wake Forest last year. I bet North Carolina on the money line, and they're getting points in the spread. Ridiculous how the bookmakers missed that one. Made money on Clemson. Everybody knows I made money on the Pittsburgh game in the championship. So, you know, a defense or a team without a defense, they just, they don't win the big games. You know, they, they win these games and they look flashy, but they don't win the big games. For example, last year, defense rank in 2021, this is scoring. They ranked 88th. Rushing, they ranked 111th. They played an Army football team, and they gave up 56 points to this Army <laughs> football team. 56. Army only scored 52 against UConn last year. So are you telling me that UConn has a better defense than Wake Forest, and Wake Forest is a good football team? No, it's, it's just not the case. Woj, out of all these years we've been doing this podcast, all these years – the smartest thing I've ever heard you say, I just heard in my ear, you said it's a coin flip whether you win those games or not. You are 100% right. When you have an offense like theirs and a bad defense like theirs, it comes down to who has the ball last. And then when you're not controlling the clock, if you control the clock, you could say it's different. But obviously, they're not controlling the clock. They're just flinging the ball down the field. It is a coin flip to who has the ball last. So Woj, props for saying that, 100% right. I'm going to take the over, though, just because I think that coin ends up on tails. That's why. And that's the – I figured you would disagree there. <laughs> you need offense um, in the ACC. That's the, that's the crux of it, right? Uh, but the thing the about offense. it is, is a lot of these teams are starting to get really good at defense. I mean, when was – we saw, watched Clemson last year and NC State. I mean, Clemson watching these loaded teams, last year because their defense couldn't hang. Well, their offense wasn't very their, good. Their either. defense was fine, actually. Their well, offense there you go. could so not hang. making my point. Their offense couldn't hang. That's but then why you look at a team like NC State who's starting to get it together on both sides of the ball, and, and we all pick the over for NC State. If I, Am I wrong? I mean, I mean that's – that that's the argument right there. It, they're a more complete football team in my mind, less, less question marks at the end of the day. Yeah. But, um, but, but you, you, it's no argument that Wake Forest is probably going to win more games in North Carolina. And that's because they're going to be able to outlast their opponents. Well, we'll see. Maybe we'll, I do don't think you know what you're this. talking about. Woj. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, anyway story. Thank you for thank you for coming. Even though you told me I don't know what I'm talking about. Welcome I was to the successful. podcast. I was trying to stir up controversy. I was successful. What did I tell you? Yeah, you did. You did. Well, again, yes. thank you, story, for jumping along. I appreciate it. Um, who's your pick to win the ACC title game? Ooh, that's tough. Um. I really don't want to say Clemson. I really, really don't want to say Clemson. Um, then, uh, then say Wake Forest if you like them so much. I know, but it's, I mean, it's tough to, uh, you, you got to, uh, you know, I don't really like Dabble Sweeney's squad, but he does, you know, I don't like, excuse me, I don't like Dabble Sweeney. 
I'm going to go Wake Forest. Yeah, I'm going to go Wake Forest. I'm putting all my chips in on Sam Hartman. I think they're going to return to the ACC championship game. I think they're going to win that. And we're looking at uh, another great year for Wake Forest. Wall, what are your thoughts? Who's going to win the ACC? Uh, well, it's two different things. I'll tell you one, who do I think is going to win at Clemson? But am I going to bet them at minus 120 that's saying they have better than a 50% chance to win yeah, it? No, no, I'm not going to no. bet them. I'm going to bet NC State at plus 800 if I have to bet someone. But, you know, if, if, if I got even money on all the teams, I'd definitely go with Clemson. Yeah, I am uh, at plus 800. I am taking NC State putting a bet on that because I, I do like that crew and I think they could win it, especially if Pitt wins in the other division playing against Pitt. I think they get the win there. So, um, all right. Thank you story. That comes to the end yeah. of our ACC conference preview. Appreciate it. I'm sure we'll have you on for another one of these coming up, but, uh, thank you again. Yeah. Anytime guys. Thanks a bunch. We are itching closer, so I'm getting excited. Um, take care and we'll, we'll talk soon. Yeah, well, uh, good episode. I'm glad we got a couple more conferences to go uh, so we can try to stir up some more controversy there. Yeah, well, I'm excited, baby. You know I am. Thanks for listening, everyone. You can catch us on Twitter at WWCFB. Our Instagram's college underscore football underscore rundown. Our website, which you can get all our podcasts and information and contact me and Kyle on is collegefootballrundown.com. Thanks again for listening, everybody. I'm Woj. I'm Walt. And this was the College Football Rundown. We're out. <laughs>